right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Angry Fans, Volume 1. This is our first edition of the podcast. We're going to be uploading to Spotify and Apple Music. You can find us on social media at Angry Fans or at Real Angry Fans. Basically, we are a podcast for all fans and every fans. This is the place where you can voice your frustration, hear our frustration. We're going to be talking to you about everything we love, you know, whether it's sports, music, video games, anime, you name it, we got it. All right, but I'm your host, Afro, and with me, I got two of the best. I'll let them introduce themselves. Who I got with me? You got Lord Fish over here. All right, hold on, hold on. Shut, the, shut up, shut up, shut up. All right. We call him Lord Farquaad, but he calls himself Lord Fish. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You got Lord Fish over here, you know. I can't. I'm, I'm we we got to redo this. No, no, no. Come on, keep it going, keep it going. All right. I messed up. I can't, I can't ever keep looking at me and shit. You got Lord oh, Fish over sorry. here. Don't be embarrassed, bro. You're going to be everywhere. People are going to be listening to you and seeing you. Yeah, I know. You're embarrassed to do this in front of your girl? She's going to get famous. First of all, I need, I need you to right. find your balls for a second because you're whispering right. to the mic. Stop talking dirty to me, man. I need you to talk to me. What do you mean I'm whispering <laughs> into the mic? My there fucking face is right it. next to the mic. All right, close the door. Here we go. <laughs> All right. I, I, she's fucking making faces at me. Nah, Not intentionally. Good. All right. This is great. So, yeah, this is this is awesome. Um, All right, King, your turn. You're up. All right, it's yours truly, King Petty Crab. Paces Nation. Wow. Trailblazers Nation. Wow. We here. <laughs> you, we know the frustration. Trash. We probably Trash. the most angriest. Trash? <sighs> he, he, not only did he say Pacer Nation, he said Trailblazer Nation. I understand the trailblazers, you know. I didn't Everybody even know who doesn't know Kurt. Nation. You'll get to know him soon. The King was a huge Brandon Roy fan, Danny Granger fan. Two Aww. people that were past their prime before they even got in the league. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The hate. The hate is real, bro. Where are they at today? Uh, don't know. I know Brandon Roy, he was a coach. I don't know what Danny, Danny Granger is doing. I feel like both Seems those like guys, he... no disrespect to them, they were both great NBA talents. I feel like they would be very good coaches because those were two yeah. guys that commanded the floor when they played. Brandon Roy is from the the basketball hub, man, Seattle. Washington, that state of Washington has a lot of players. And they still New York got a City team, was the though. basketball hub. Hopefully they'll get a new team, you know, especially with the Kraken about to get their start. Definitely. But all right, guys, we're going to jump right into the topics. The first one is who will be the starter in New England week one? Now, I'm going to say this. I'm a huge Cam Newton fan. I obviously want to see Mac Jones hold the clipboard for a week. Not for a week, for the whole season. You know, I want him to get his, you know, I want to get his balls right. I don't want him to just jump in the field. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, I never thought he was ready, but people thought he was the guy. Everybody wanted him to replace Brady right away. Fucking idiots. There's a reason why 49ers don't want him anymore. He proved my point in that last Super Bowl. He looked like a clown. Two minutes to go, all your timeouts, and you still throw the game away. Fucking trash. He's worse than the Pacers. Fuck him. <laughs> all right, but no, in all seriousness, 
His offensive coordinator is now the head coach of the Texas Longhorns, and he said that Mac Jones is the number one quarterback ready to start day one. Do you guys agree with that statement? As Patriots fans, how do you feel? Do you think Cam Newton deserves another chance after he had all the cards stacked against him last year? Or do you think Mac Jones should just jump right in if he's ready? All right, I'll take this one first. So, unfortunately, Cam had a disappointment of the season last year. You know, we expect him to do a lot better, but he didn't have a full team. You know, Patriots offense is completely complex, tough to learn. He's going to be 32 this season. His stats last year were complete disappointment, you know. Eight not as rushing, though. Not as rushing. Not though. as rushing, not as rushing, you know. He had 592 yards rushing on the ground, average 4.3. But uh, only eight passing touchdowns, which was absolutely disgusting. How many interceptions did he have? He had 10 interceptions. Eight and, and 10. he was tied for 18th in the league for that. But, you know, this year he's got a lot more weapons. So definitely interested in seeing that. You know, they got the wide receiver out of UCF that they drafted. But they got Kendrick Bourne. And then they ended up getting uh, – who was the dude? Nelson Aguilar? Mr. Drops, Drops himself. Uh, yeah, Dro- yeah. Mr. Uh, Drops himself. tons of passes, but he had a good season last Mr. year. Mr. Hot Potato. He did they play got- great last year for the Raiders, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, But what about Nikhil Harry? What's going on with Nikhil Harry right now? I can't stand that guy. I can't well, stand him. He was him. supposed to be a once-in-a-generational talent. Yeah, yeah, we picked him over DK Metcalf. Come on, Belichick. Yeah, but DK, coming, out, DK coming on uh, Ole Miss – he was injury prone and he was only a sophomore. So people were concerned about all his injuries and stuff. But so was Julio Jones. Look at Julio now. He's still a beast. He's about to be traded. I'll take him for a third round. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Supposedly he's going to go to the Raiders, but we don't know yet. Oh, that would be dope. That would be dope. Especially with but, Waller um, over there. They would be scary. They would be scary. Josh Jacobs and Waller. Yeah. Real quick, though, back to Cam. The pros for this year, he's got a full training camp. Won't have to deal with the COVID BS, and he's got new additions. He gets a full – he's had a full year to get used to the offense. And last year he had some great games, especially against the Jets and Dolphins. I would definitely like to see him launch the ball more instead of using his feet. Um, That's what we got Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry for. Yep. I definitely see him as the clear pick to start the season. But, you know, Stidham's got a lot of – it has got a lot of hype behind him, especially when it comes to Robert Kraft. You know, he's a fan. Stidham's only 24. He's had two seasons with the Pats, and not a lot of people remember, but Stidham was supposed to be the guy prior to the 2020 season. Everyone talked about him. Training camp happened, and he struggled and got hurt. Stidham has gotten some brief chances, but it hasn't really gotten a full opportunity to show his skills. This offseason, he's been training with Jordan Palmer, who's an absolute guru, works with everybody, in Cali with multiple teammates. So we'll see, but I definitely don't want them to throw Mac Jones to the Wolves. Can't have that happen. Let the kid sit for a season or two, learn the system. He's a smart kid at a 4.0 in college. And uh, I don't care how smart he was book-wise. I want to see what he can do on the field. But that's what you need to learn that Patriots offense, and that's why Stidham struggled with it. You need to be exceptionally smart. You 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 got to – like Herbert, that kid in San Diego, he had a 4.02 out of Oregon, so – We'll see. Let Mac Jones sit. Let him sit for a season or two. Learn behind a previous MVP out of Cam Newton. You know. I like that. I like that you said lot. that. I feel like people yeah. forget Cam previous, was the MVP. Previous MVP. Yep. That was my guy. All right, King. What do you got for us? Uh, I'll say it's gonna go Cam, and then 
I think it should. I'll say it should be Cam due to the contract. Like let Cam play it out. If shit hit the fan, then let Jones let Jones prove himself. So you ain't even gonna bring up Stidham. You think it'll go Cam Jones? Uh I think Stidham probably Stidham will probably get Stidham probably be more on ice than Cam. Because they already had Stidham. He already had his chance to prove himself last season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's right? barely had any. He hasn't had a full opportunity to show his skills. But I'm definitely interested. I mean, the biggest thing Cam's got going for him, besides the other two, is he's deadly on his feet. He can run. He can move out of the pocket. Yeah, so, he could. He could create other than whatever's in the system. But. Yeah, just I'll say he gets that accuracy down. Last year, the one thing you didn't bring up, Bobby, is last year he played not only with no weapons, he had a hurt shoulder, and he was rehabbing the whole season. So now he's fully healthy. So I'm, I mean, I'm curious to see what he's going to look like with all these weapons and now having an offensive line and the defense is coming back. So he's going to have everything in his favor last this year. Yeah. Even last year, he still completed 65% of his passes. So, Which know, was what? Like that, was, that was a career high for him, right? wasn't it? I'm not too sure about that, but it was it was definitely something. He did run for 12 TDs last year, so like we were all saying, he is deadly on his feet. Um, yeah, see the the weapons, uh, oh, it's nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any rookie plays, or I don't think Stidham plays unless Cam goes down by injury. The way they run him, we'll see. This year he has more weapons, so he should be able to throw. But I do think he will be in the MVP conversation again because the defense is back. He has weapons. And if the Patriots start winning games and they have a winning record, he will be in that conversation. You can guarantee that. And you heard it here first on Angry Fans. And if you got a problem with what I said, get at us at, at Real Thing Angry Fans or at Angry Fans. You'll find us. All right, we're going to move on to the next topic. And this one has been a hot debate for a little while. Uh, it has to do with another quarterback, but this guy is down in Houston, Texas. He doesn't want to play there anymore. What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Will he play this season? King, I'm going to start with you. What do you got for me? Oh, the legendary Deshaun, man. He was he was a, a go-to staple guy for us in 2K. Bro, I've had him in, yo, I've had him in fantasy <laughs> the last couple seasons. I love Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun is I'll, I'll say he won't play this season. He has a lot. He has to. I feel like if he plays – It'll kind of like tarnish what he got going on outside. What do you mean tarnish? Legal, legally. I feel like it's better that he just stays away from football right now. It's not like Houston's any good, anyways. <laughs> so it's better for him to stay away. Focus on the legal. Focus on the legal issues. Twenty-two different women coming for his neck. How how many of those do you think are actual legit versus how many are fake? I cannot speak on that. That's a smart man. Smart man to make that comment. <laughs> I, I respect but... that. I respect that. The NFL insiders recently came out today and say they don't see him starting this season. But now, once again, my question is, do you think he'll play? And if he does play, once again, him and the Texans have been going back and forth. He doesn't want to play for the Houston Texans anymore, but the ownership team says they, they don't want to lose him. He's their guy. Uh, Bobby, what do you think? I honestly don't know. I mean, you've already commented on it. There's 22 civil suits from 22 different women hanging over his head. I mean, Adam Scheffner, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, 
equals there are people in league circles who believe Deshaun Watson will not play this season. And there are also people that believe his career in Houston is completely over. Well, we already knew that. We we already know that. he doesn't want to be there anymore. And with all this bubbling up, I don't think any owner or GM is going to want him on their team. Like you can't trade for a guy in this situation. This isn't an Antonio Brown situation where this guy was just upset or unhappy going through it mentally. This is, you have civil situations. This is an NFL league situation. This is worse than domestic violence, in my opinion. Completely. Absolutely. In domestic violence, you have the two-game suspension automatic. Um, there's been no punishment dished out by the NFL yet because all these trials are still going on. So do you think Deshaun Watson, if he gets found guilty of any of these cases, he'll automatically be banned from the NFL? I mean, as far as I know right now, these are all civil suits. So this is all civil court where there's going to be money and stuff like that. But I know the Houston police are investigating it. So we'll see. You know, it, it might go into uh, something legal, something criminal, and then he might face jail time. I haven't dug deep into this and seen what the charges are. I know it's inappropriate touching, but I don't know if there's anything beyond that. So I, I don't know the logistics of it and everything like that, but we'll definitely see. I don't see him playing the season. And definitely, I mean, the Texans use their first round. I mean, their first pick, which was, I think, in the third round of draft, the quarterback out of Stanford. So I think they know, just as everybody else knows, who else is on that depth chart? Is done. You said what? Who else is on that depth chart? Who was their Who was their backup quarterback last year? I forget. I think it was AJ McCarron, but he AJ was my it. guy. I loved AJ McCarron, but he signed with Atlanta. We're gonna do a. I'm gonna do a quick. Uh, look it up. Look it up real quick. quick. No, no, I'm curious about up. this because, like, is this is the Stanford quarterback going to start Week One for the Texans? If that's the case, Will Fuller needs to get the fuck out of Houston. He needs to get Slow out of to the Wolves. Houston just does not care anymore. There's setting people so, up. To tell you. There's a reason J.J. Watt won it mean, out so of currently there. right now, so I'm looking at this death chart right now, and Deshaun Watson on ESPN is still the starter on the death chart. Find him, you have Tyrod Taylor, which I didn't even know. Last I heard, Tyrod was in uh, L.A. with the Chargers. But I Tyrod forgot Tyrod did leave the Chargers. I Cleveland. Yep. Before the Chargers, he was with the Browns, and they drafted Baker. Bobby, real quick, you're cutting in now, man. Your audio's going on us. He ended up getting hurt, and then Baker started in. All right, my bad. Um, so, like I was saying, Tyrod, before he was in L.A., he played uh, for the Browns and stuff, and he got hurt. Baker stepped in. After that, everything was said and done. And then he went to L.A., got hurt again, and that was it. I for, I didn't even know he was in Houston, but he is second on the death chart right now. Between It's him, Davis Mills, who they just drafted from Stanford, and then Ryan Finley, who I, I, I can't tell you anything about him. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, it's unfortunate for Deshaun Watson, but I am happy for uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think he's a good quarterback. It's unfortunate what happened with him in San Diego with the injury. And, you know, like you said earlier, you touched on Justin Herbert, you know, taking over. But I think Tyrod Taylor can do do good things and actually prove himself to still be a number one QB in this league. Um, so I'm happy for Tyrod. But once again, it's unfortunate for Deshaun Watson. But, you know, 
I don't know if it's true or not, but he put himself in this situation. You don't need 22 damn masseuse, bro. What's wrong with you? Stop hanging out with Robert Kraft, guy. Just go to Costa Rica or something. Come on, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Where were you when you were overseas? Bangkok? Go to Bangkok. Yeah, go to Bangkok. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the next topic. Now, we're just on the quarterback talk today. I love this, actually, because, uh, you know, they're the ones who it's always about. So, let's go down to Green Bay. And what's going on with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, Bobby? Tell me what's uh, going on. Every, I feel like over there. Every time, every season, this dude is upset, and there's always something before the next season, and then they settle it, and – everything's good as new. But I can understand why Aaron's pissed. I mean, there's like 10, 10 reasons after after the last couple of years. But in 2016, after the NFC Championship, Aaron Rodgers said it was a priority to re-sign Jared Cook. And Jared Cook wanted to come back. Instead of re-signing Cook, the Packers signed Martellus Bennett for more money. And later that season, he faked an injury so he can play for another team. Interesting fact, another one, we got... NFL draft, nine out of the last 10 first-round picks that have been on defense and only an offensive player that was taken was Jordan Love. So pretty much they haven't done anything for this dude. A big F you to Aaron Rodgers. Pretty much. Pretty much, <laughs> oh, you got Devontae Adams, that's it. See you later. But they haven't done anything to protect this dude. It's always, They always draft defense. They never listen to him. Personally, I think he's been a little bit of a child during this whole situation, but I guess Adam Schefter um, released some information, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But Roger says he doesn't he doesn't like anyone in the front office, but loves the fans, Green Bay, and the franchise. He broke his silence at the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby um, confirms rift with the team off camera with an NBC announcer. So he definitely isn't happy. I mean. He's 37. He's a three-time MVP in the league. I'd still like to see him play, but I, I, I can't comment and say he's going to play in Green Bay. I could see him playing somewhere else, you know. If I was the Packers, I'd just get rid of him. As of right now, I know they're looking for a veteran signal caller because they don't know what's going to happen. But Jordan Love's had a little bit of time to sit behind him, and, you know, he could take over, so we'll see. All right, now t- touching on that, I'm happy Aaron Rodgers did come out and make comments on it. And, you know, it's no secret. We all know there's been rifts between Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay these last few years. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate to see somebody like Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay, get everything he asked for, and then win a Super Bowl. When Aaron Rodgers, just, you know, the reigning MVP, you you don't do what he asked. Like, if, if the guy is going out doing everything for you and he says, hey, I need some weapons, I need help, go out and do it. Last year, they had a chance to go out and trade for Will Fuller. And they, they didn't do it. They didn't make an attempt. So, but now, I don't know if you guys saw this earlier. Adam Schefter went on the Dan pa- Patrick show, and Dan Patrick called him out and asked him where he got the news that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy and wanted out of Green Bay. Adam Schefter himself said he was only speaking on all the animosity he has heard about in the offseason, knowing Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. And he used the words that the team confirmed, and he confirmed that he wanted out of Green Bay when nobody said that to him. 
can you trust Adam Schefter now, the most trustworthy reporter in sports? He's just making stuff. Actually, I'm going to correct myself. Woj is the number one trusted person in sports. Whenever Woj drops a Woj bomb, it's always true. It's always right. We all know that, but that's the NBA. For the NFL, we all know Adam Schefter is the guy. But for him to come out and say this with no confirmation, no conversation, how, how do you feel about that? Can, can, I, can I trust this guy this year? I mean, this is Adam Schefter has been around for a long time, and this is the first thing I've ever heard where he's lied, blatantly lied. So okay, we're going to take, take a second. No, go ahead. Keep going. So like I was saying, this is the first time Adam Scheffner has blatantly lied. Um, dude's very reliable. I follow him on Instagram, Facebook, so on and so forth. He's usually one of the first ones to break the stories on 50 per, at least 50% of anything that's going on in the NFL. So, I mean, I still take his word on a lot of stuff, but I definitely know for a fact this Aaron Rodgers thing will always stick with him, that he lied, you know. The fact that he did it on draft night of all nights, and he just said it just happened to be draft night that he announced it. Do you think he was clout chasing? He legit dropped it just to drop it on draft night because he had nothing else to say? Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of messed up because so J.C. Horn, who was drafted by the Carolina Panthers, his father, Joe Horn, ended up coming out and saying that, you know, he respects Aaron Rodgers. He liked him as a quarterback, so on and so forth. But he was upset that the spotlight was taken off his son and, you know, the other um, prospects going in the NFL for Aaron Rodgers, uh, his, his whole thing going on in Green Bay. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of messed up that Adam Scheffner uh, brought all this on during draft night for the club. Yeah, man, it was very unfortunate. I know you were one of the people that were happy about that, that draft pick. You know, he's a good player. Um, and it does suck because these kids, they, they work their whole lives, well, their whole lives. They, they work till they're 18, 19 years old for that dream. They finally get that moment. And then to have it overshadowed by another player that's been in the league for so many years, it's kind of bullshit. So I don't blame his dad for being upset, but at the same time, his son still got drafted and their dreams are coming true. So, you know, it's, it's whatever. Saints legend, Joe Warren. <laughs> All right, guys. Now that we've talked about that, let, let's right. make some uh, early suggestions. Let's make some picks. I want the picks. Who do you see winning each conference this year? Who do you see going to the Super Bowl? King Petty Crab, I'm going to start with you. With what we know so far with the draft picks in, with the team set, what, what's happening? Who do you got? Uh, I'll say I have the Bucks and maybe the Bills. The Bucks and the Bills, huh? Now I can understand why you say the Bucks, but uh, just for everybody who's listening, why why are you saying the Bucks? Why do you think they have a chance to go back? Brady. Brady. It's that simple. Enough said. I love that. That all right. Now now give me some more on the Bills. Now we all know the Bills AFC East rival. Now we're all Patriots fans here. I don't want anybody talking shit about my guy King here because he is a Pats fan. I will vouch for him on that. Why he's picking a division rival to beat us, I have no idea. He must be high. Stay off the weed, <laughs> as Stephen um, A says. But come on, man. Let me let me hear you. So you got the Bills beating us to go to the Super Bowl. That's what you're telling me. Why? Why is that? Uh, I think they just have confidence, bro. 
Confidence? I have a lot of confidence going into this year, bro. They got farthest they probably have been in like 10 years. Josh Allen's filling himself, mobile quarterback. Um, Stephon Diggs, he's got something to prove. So just need a running back. They didn't they didn't second. do much in the offseason. They didn't I didn't really see who they got in the draft, actually. But um I didn't see the Bills do much to improve their roster. I don't know, man, but you don't always you don't always need to hit the draft if you if you got it. Now I hear that. Uh I'm gonna give you my picks, man, because because I, I'm a realist. I'm also speaking from the heart too. I actually I have the Chiefs and the Bucks in a repeat. I think they're both going back to the Super Bowl, especially with you know the Ravens trading Orlando Brown and then the Chiefs also picking up Joe Thune. They increased what they were missing in the Super Bowl, which is an offensive line. You know, this is the first time we saw Pat Mahomes tap dancing, tap dancing, tap dancing, tap dancing. It, it kind of reminded me of Brady against the Giants all those years ago. Mahomes didn't know what the hell to do. And it was it was kind of funny because even though they were losing and getting their ass kicked, even in the third and fourth quarter, everybody thought the Chiefs still had a chance to come back and win that game. And that was the beautiful part about it because the Bucs blew them out. It wasn't even a contest. But I don't see anybody stopping the Bucs. Their offense is, is incredible. They just brought everybody back. And they improved in the draft. And then the Chiefs just picked up more weapons to help them out. I don't see anybody stopping the Chiefs in the AFC. And they just picked up offensive linemen. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, besides that, I mean, I once again, I, I'm going to bring the Patriots back up into the conversation. If, if all the wheels are turning and Cam Newton can play 90% as good as he did in his MVP season with these weapons and this defense, I think we have a chance to not only beat the Bills, of course. I th- if anything, the Bills will split with us this season. But I think we could beat the Chiefs. All right. Real quick question for you. Say he fumbles in any of these games. Do you think he's going to dive on the ball? You're damn right he's going to dive on the ball. You know why? Because there's <laughs> assholes like you who keep bringing up that one fucking fumble when the guy won the MVP that year. It doesn't matter. You got the individual. I, I agree right with you, but we're not going to talk about that. That was a different team. And this is a new year, new season. Okay. Don't talk to me okay. about what happened on a different team. He's a Patriot now, and Patriots don't do that. Better hope. Belichick he was on the Panthers, burning. and you know what he looked like? He looked like a pussy in that game. I'll say it like that. I love Cam Newton, but he looked like a pussy in that game, and he acted like a bitch. Well, hopefully this year will be Superman. Like well, let, I, let's, let's see it. Let's see it. Bobby, let me get your picks, man. All right. So last year in Tampa – Tom Brady, the GOAT, won his seventh Super Bowl and handed the Chiefs their ass 31 to 9. Mahomes got completely embarrassed. I think he I think he ran for fucking what 500 yards sideline to sideline, just completely tossed. So I mean, in my heart, every year I think the Patriots are gonna fucking win, but that's a slim, slim chance, which definitely burns. Right now, after what I've seen in the offseason, I'm gonna have to say the Chiefs, not the Bucks, the Chiefs. We had a huge all? problem. You said what? You yeah, think the Chiefs are going to win it all? I think it's definitely going to be the Chiefs and the Bucks again. I think it will be a repeat of last year's Super Bowl, but the Chiefs will come out on top. They had a huge problem with their O-line, and they definitely corrected that. They released tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, and then they signed Kyle Long out of retirement and Joe Tooney from our beloved Patriots. Huge pickups, but 
they weren't done. They Don't forget, they traded for Orlando Brown from the Ravens. They're starting well, I, I, I was about to get to that. They signed Austin Blythe from the Rams. Then on April 26th, they traded for Orlando Brown. But they still weren't done. This past week, they drafted Creed Humphrey, the center from Oklahoma, with the 63rd pick. And he's an absolute beast. And he's not even starting on their death chart right now. Definitely going to say that that's the one problem the Chiefs had was they couldn't protect Mahomes. He had to run sideline to sideline. But after this offseason, they completely fucking – they, they renovated, absolutely renovated their offensive line. They didn't just fix it. They renovated the whole thing. They well, here's the thing, right? the whole problem. Not to cut you off. They have a good offensive line, and then they have a good quarterback. And then we all know Travis Kelsey. We all know Travis Kelsey. He's a beast, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. I'm going to say that now because it's official. There's there's no denying that. But their offensive weapons besides that, I'm pretty sure, didn't they just lose Sammy Watkins? They did, but they still have Tyreek Hill. And then they got the running back from LSU. Uh, I forget his last name. He's got two last names. No, I know who you – yeah. Oh, do they still Clyde, got Robinson? Clyde, it's Clyde. They got – um. so currently right now, the second wide receiver on their depth chart is uh, I, f- I forget his first name, but his last name's Hardman. He's yeah, number it's, seventeen. It's, it's Nicole. It's Nicole Hardman. Yep. He, he Do they still have Robinson? Robinson. I don't know who? if they have Robinson. What Robinson are you talking about? He was like their fourth like receiver. So last year they had Tyree Kill, Nicole Hardman, and they had Sammy Watkins, and then there was another receiver, but he. I think maybe that's the Robinson you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, they still have. I remember I picked him up in fantasy, and he did nothing for me. So fuck that guy. I hope he gets cut. <laughs> wow. Hey yeah, man, nah, great. nah. If you can't help me in fantasy, and that's gonna go into our next segue eventually. But nah, people that can't cut in fantasy, if you can't even fill in when there's injuries and there's nobody playing, then you're trash. I'm sorry, you're trash. We'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But no, I'm I'm sorry. But without without another weapon on that team, it was uh, Clyde Hilaire. That dude is a beast. He did great last year. But now people have tape on him. People didn't have tape on him last year. People have tape on him now. And then Tyreek and Travis Kelsey can only do so much. They need to bring somebody else on that team. So I think the Pats defense can cover them. So once again, I do think it will be a Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl. But I don't see the Chiefs beating the Bucks. But I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised if it's the Pats and the and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. And I would not be shocked if we if we somehow won to get to get our redemption game against Brady in the Super Bowl. Now, when I say redemption, it means like, yeah, you left and got a Super Bowl, but you didn't beat us, and now we're gonna beat you. Which I don't see that happening. Well, they, they, <laughs> so Brady will play the Patriots in this upcoming season. Yep, I'm um, excited for that. Don't, don't know which that. week, but the biggest thing. So the Patriots were 26 last year in sacks. 26. Yeah, and but how, we were missing six starters and our defensive captains from last year. We have all those people coming back besides yeah, Chung, got, who retired. Chung retired. You got Hightower and stuff like that. But, like, after the Chiefs just revamped their offensive line, it's going to be pretty tough. I mean, the Patriots are going to have nah, to play. Nah, nah, you're, Everybody's you're going to be on their A game. We just picked up a bunch of defensive linemen specifically I mean, yeah, for that. I mean, Belichick did he, his job. Belichick, yeah, Belichick did his job. Belichick got the best defensive tackle in the draft. The number one ranked defensive tackle in the draft. And we just LA. picked up people from, from the Ravens and other teams. Yeah, you, you got Matthew Jude on and stuff. Great outside linebacker. But, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, 
the Chiefs did they did completely upgrade their offensive line. You know, I hope the Patriots, I mean, I hope I hope they'll do good against them, but Pat Mahomes on his feet and this this grade A offensive line, stuff like that. We'll see what happens. All right. All right. That's enough of that. We're gonna move on to the next topic. One that I know you guys are both excited for because I'm excited as hell for it, especially since I'm about to win my fantasy basketball championship. King knows all about it, or I should call him the jester because he lost. He ain't even in the finals. <laughs> You're muted, bro. I can't hear you. You got to unmute yourself if you want to talk shit. But I'm going to let everybody know now the Angry Fans podcast will be a fantasy podcast. We will be talking about fantasy basketball, fantasy football. We might go into other things, but those are the two main things we're going to go over. We're going to tell you who to draft, who to start, who to sit, who to trade for what you should do with your teams on any given day. We want to let you know that we're going to be the go-to guys. We will have all the stats and notes. We will let you know what's going on, giving you the top 30 running backs, top 30 receivers, top quarterbacks. You know, we'll give you it for the 10-man teams, the 12-man teams. We got you, keeper leagues and all. So be prepared for that. We will be ready to go, and we will help you win that money. We will help you get that championship, and we will help you talk shit to all your friends and family. All right. Now, on that note, now that we got that out of the way, we're going to move on to a different sport. We're going to talk about basketball, especially since we're about to go into the playoffs. So, King, I'm going to start with you, man. The NBA playoffs, right? Right now, we got the playing tournament. Last year, LeBron James came out and said that he loved it. He thought it was a great idea. But now this year, he has a different tune. This year, he's saying whoever came up with the idea for a playing tournament should be fired. When you have other guys like Damian Lillard, your guy Dame, it's Dame time, said he loves it because it gave people, him, like a chance to get into the playoffs last year when they were in the playing tournament. How do you feel about this? What do you think the NBA should do? Um, I think that they should move the playing tournament really only for the eighth seed. You should. I, I can't hear you, man. You got to move your mic. They said uh, the, they should do the playing tournament for the eighth seed. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Like, if you're going to do it, it should be, like, yeah, the 8th, ninth, and 10th seed. Yeah, exactly. So, anyone in those, they should at least probably do, like, a, I don't know, best of three? A best of three? You don't think it should be one and done, best of three? <laughs> make it make it worthwhile, I guess. Yeah, make it one and done, I guess. I see. I say I think it should be one and done. I I I think it should be the eighth, the ninth, and the tenth seed, right? And then the the ninth and the tenth seed should play, and whoever wins that should play the eighth seed because the eighth seed yeah, earned its spot. The seed. They yeah. should get a skip on the first round. So I, I'm I'm all for the the playing series, especially if it's close. If you're talking about one game or two games, I think that's close enough to where like all right, you know, injuries could have held them back, or you know, COVID. COVID could have held them back. A lot of people had to sit out this season. So I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. But I do think I want to go back to, you know, LeBron James. The fact that last year he was all for it. But this year, the reason why he's changing his tune is because his team is looking at the playing tournament. So I think it's kind of bullshit that the king himself, the man, I, hold on, the queen himself, queen flop, is going to come out and say, Oh, I think the guy who created it should get fired. That that's a pretty bold <laughs> statement. That's very disrespectful, especially last year when he gave when he gave all of his love for it. So, Bobby, what do you think about that, man? All right, real quick, right? So I can't stand fucking LeBron. I, I don't think anything. I think 
Kings he is the only one who's a fan, really. So I hate LeBron James. You know, I, I hate his character. I think he's a fucking huge crybaby. But I respect his game, what he's done for the game of basketball. I respect that he's good as he is. But I think one of my favorite, one of my favorite videos that I have ever seen on Facebook, social media, et cetera, is when LeBron's walking off the court and there's this female and she goes, LeBron, how does it feel to be a pussy-ass bitch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he stops and he looks and the, and the guy's like, uh, security's like, watch your mouth, woman. Watch your mouth, woman. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely hilarious. But so LeBron recently came out and he said, whoever came up with this shit needs to be fired. Um after Los Angeles Lakers lost to Toronto on Sunday night. Um, here's what he said last year. One thing you just can't do is go straight to the playoffs because it discredits the 60-plus games that guys had fighting for that position, said James during the road trip and broadcast in March of 2020. You got Portland, you got Memphis, New Orleans, Sacramento, tinkering around there. So if there's five or ten games left, why not those guys battle it out? Make them play each other. All five games. I like I, how you just quoted him on that. Yeah, now, it, tell me how you feel about it. I mean, for the for the tournament. Yeah, the how do you feel about the tournament? I'm 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 all for the playing tournament. You know, I think it makes it interesting. It's definitely something new. Clearly, LeBron thought it was something new last year. Before you know, he has to almost play in because the Lakers right now are the sixty with a couple games left. Um. So I'm all for it. You said what? If they lose tonight, they're the seventh seed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. We'll so we'll see what happens. I'm gonna pull it up right now. I think I think this year the reason why he's against it is because it's an unfortunate circumstance for him because not only is he coming back from an injury not too long ago, now he has to play in that playing tournament. And if LeBron loses in a play playoff tournament. Oh, it's going to look so bad game. on his legacy. We all know he's going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time. I'm not a LeBron James fan, but we all respect his talent. We all know he's one of the best to ever do it. But we all know Jordan never went to a game seven. Jordan's undefeated in the finals. LeBron James did not do either of those things. And now the fact that he's looking at playing in a playing tournament and could possibly lose, that is not good. That does not bode well for LeBron James. Well, I mean, not just that. Like, he's always played on the East. So, I mean, everybody knows the Eastern Conference is 10 times easier than the Western Conference. So, he's had an easier route to the finals every year. I don't think that's the case this year. He did it last year. Not this year. The East is definitely tougher this year. But within past years, when he played for the Cavs and the Heat, he had an easier route. Yeah, he had an easier route, and he also had a super team. So, I don't want to hear that. I say this year it's the, it's the unexpected teams. Oh yeah, yeah. The unexpected is what messed it up. Like Phoenix, can't figure. You don't. He doesn't. The Lakers. I think this year it's the signing of the Lakers is why they're where they're at right now. The offseason signings were bad. I don't think they should have never gave up Rondo. Uh, and yeah. Well, Rondo wanted out. Rondo didn't want to come back. Yeah, but they should have convinced him. He was a key. 
He was a key piece. Him yeah, everybody sleeps on Rondo. Rondo's one of my favorite players. I think he's a, a good point guard, and anybody would be lucky to have him. And I'm happy to see him doing well with the team he's with now. And look where he's at. He's on the Clippers. So when it comes to playoff times, it's going to look ugly. With the play-in tournament being seed 7 through 10, do you like that it's three games? Do you guys like that it's three games, or do you think it should just be one game flat out? No, no, like we, like I just said earlier, you know, the fact that it's seeds 7 through 10, it's kind of trash. I think it should be seeds 8, 9, and 10. And uh, like we just said earlier, I think uh, the ninth and the 10th seed should play one game, and then they should play against the 8th seed to see who gets in for the last spot. But the eighth seed should only have to play one game against whoever wins between nine and ten. But that's not how the NBA wants to do it. I'm not against it. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see basketball because those play-in tournament games are probably going to be some of the most competitive basketball games we're going to get out of the NBA besides the finals. So competitive basketball, I'm all for it. That's one of the reasons why I love college sports so much because every game matters, every second matters. You see them try to the, the fullest extent to the end. So I'm excited to see those games for sure. Just want to watch college games. Not everyone's good. All right, guys. Now that we talked about the NBA and we know the playoffs are here, let me hear who do you guys think is making it to the NBA finals for the East and the West? And then who do you think is going to win it all? King, I'll start with you. Um, For me, I'll go in the East. I'll say in the East, it will be. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Brooklyn. Don't you. Come on, man. I think it might be. I'm sorry, man. I'll let you. I'll let you state your case and I'll give you my argument. I'll say it. All right. Let me get get two takes on this. My deep down, the interesting one would be a healthy Brooklyn versus a healthy Miami. I would love to see that as a finals. I think that. In the Eastern Conference finals? Yeah. Healthy. Healthy. This in a perfect world that but realistically i think it might be um 76ers in brooklyn on the east in the west it will be phoenix Ooh, wow yeah it's coming off heavy man <laughs> it's coming off heavy. phoenix versus who let's hear it it's like probably phoenix clippers Phoenix Clippers? I think it's going to be, I'll say in the West, it's going to be one of the teams we never, like, it's not going to be like, it's going to be one of those powerhouses we didn't think about. But in the East, it's going to be Brooklyn, Philly. All right, well, you gave me your picks for the the conference finals. Now, let me hear for the NBA finals. Out Out of those four teams, who's going and then who's winning it all? Lakers, Brooklyn. Lakers, Brooklyn. But you just told me you think it's going to be the Clippers. You mean the Clippers, Brooklyn? Nah. Okay. I'll take that since I said thing. I'll say realistic, perfect. Because the reason why I took that back is because if the Lakers get going and LeBron's like gets going and Schroeder gets going, it's going to be hard. So I'll say, yep, Clippers, Brooklyn. And who wins it between those two teams in seven-game series? 
You giving it to Brooklyn? Sorry, Kawhi. If James Harden is there, Kevin Durant. All right, for that, I'm going to mute you. <laughs> Bobby, let me hear what you got, man. Who you got your picks? Who you pick? <laughs> I can't believe is, he just said that bullshit. <laughs> th- this, is, this isn't going to happen, but I would love to see the Suns win it so Chris Ball could finally get a ring. This dude you want the given... Suns to win it all? That's who, that's yeah. who you want to so, win? So Chris Ball could, could finally get a ring. You know, this dude has given so much to the game. He's 11-time All-Star. Nine-time all-defense. I don't give a fuck. Don't, don't tell two- me all that. Give me your picks, man. Oh, my God. Killing me. So, right now, I'm going to say the Nets are going to win it all. Got to go with the Nets. What is um, happening right I'm now? I'm definitely going to see. I'm going to say it's going to be the Nets-Lakers or the Nets-Clippers uh, with the Nets winning. You know, the Nets have a stacked team, and I, I just can't see Durant, Harden, and Irving. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and Jeff Green. I, I just I can't see them losing. I, I I just I don't see it. I see they got a super team like. You, you all, right, just, all right, all right, I, I hear what you're saying. All right, you you you're sucking dick right now. You're on your knees, guy. All right, who who's coming out of the West? I told you it's going to be the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, definitely Western Conference Finals. Lakers, Clippers, and uh, I got to give the edge to the Clippers, but we'll see. You know, it's a toss-up. So you think it will be the same matchup as Kurt? You think it's going to be Clippers, Nets, NBA Finals, and you have the Nets winning it all? Yeah, without a doubt, Nets are going to win. Okay. All right, I like that. I, I can't say anything against that. Uh, it's two against one right now, but I'm just going to make my argument now and then hear what you guys got to say. So I don't think the Nets are even going to get out of the first round. And the reason Jeez. why I'm saying that – is because they're playing against the Miami Heat in the first round. If it ends today, they're playing against the Miami Heat in the first round. And I'm sorry, I don't think that team, especially without James Harden, can compete against the Miami Heat because James Harden is not ready to come back. Now, I do think that Miami will lose in the playoffs and not make it to the NBA Finals the way the Milwaukee Bucks are playing. I'm not a Giannis fan. I'm not a Milwaukee Bucks fan, but their their team is playing good right now when they need to, and they have already proven themselves to beat everybody, especially the Nets. They just beat the Nets twice, and they couldn't do anything against Giannis, and Giannis could do everything against them. What do you got to say? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. That's regular season. You know, in the I understand it's regular season, but playoffs, Giannis has played enough. Completely different. Giannis has played enough. You know, it's similar to what Kurt said earlier about um the Bills and the NFL and how they have confidence now. The Bucks have played enough and know exactly what they need to do now to get over that next level. So I do think the Bucks have the best chance. This is their best chance to make it to the NBA Finals, and you can't even tell me different because right now. The way the Celtics are going, the way the 76ers are going, the way the Nets look, this is the Bucks' one and only chance. Just like the Toronto Raptors with Kawhi Leonard, this is their chance to take it and win it all. Um, I don't think they're going to win it all, though. I do have the Clippers going to the NBA Finals, and I do think an L.A. team wins, and I do think it is the Clippers. I think Kawhi gets his third ring with his third team. And uh, I'm, I'm, I would be nothing but happy for him, not only for him, but for Rondo. Um, what do you guys think about that? I got a different question, but I'll let King Petty Crab take that. Right, I'll say this: perfect story for Rondo, and uh, perfect story for Rondo, perfect story for the Clippers organization, perfect story for Kawhi. 
Cinderella story for Paul George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PG so would get works. his ring too. Yeah, so it will work for the Clippers, but without a healthy James Harden, the Nets. If you look at yo, if you look at, I think Katie put up twenty shots today. I think he was like seven for twenty-one, and Kyrie was like seventeen for thirty-one. Kyrie, first of all, I was watching that game and Kyrie started off, what, seven for 11. He was balling. He was legit dribbling down the court and pulling up from three. You couldn't stop the guy. He was on fire. But Kyrie is a very inconsistent player, man. Um, his, rhythm, his rhythm changes when he has to switch to point guard. Correct. Like he, his rhythm has to change. That's why James Harden needs to be there. They will not get, they'll only get as far with James Harden. That, and once again, that's why I'm saying if they don't have a healthy James Harden for the first round, which I don't think they will, I don't see any chance in hell that team can compete against the dogs. That is the Miami Heat. I think they have the most complete team when everybody is healthy. Right now, Tyler Hero is nursing back an injury. Right now, Oladipo has been resting. Everybody keeps forgetting. I feel like everybody's forgetting they just picked up Oladipo, and he was playing great. He was admitted right into their starting five, but then he got injured again, messed with his leg that he got hurt. So I think with him being healthy for the playoffs, Tyler Hero healthy for the playoffs, Kendrick Nunn ready to go, Bam playing the way he's playing, Jimmy playing the way he's playing, the fuck out of here. I don't I don't see anybody beating that team, man, uh, except that's for the Milwaukee saying, Bucks. That's why I was saying like it's it's tricky with them, but if they're healthy, I see the I see those boys taking them from a, from the Bucks, but I feel like the Bucks are prepared shooting wise for the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think they have the most uh, efficient offensive team uh, besides the Brooklyn Nets. But once again, I don't think the Nets will have a chance to play the Bucks because um, I, I don't see the Nets getting past Miami. But um, but yeah, once again, I have the Clippers winning it all this year because I don't think a team in the East has anybody that can compete against Rondo, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. I just think they're just a complete team. All right, real quick, right? What so, everybody, including Stephen A. Smith, oh. has been hyping up the New York Knicks. Yo, dick. Real quick, I want both your opinions. Do you think the Knicks are going to shake up the playoffs? What's going to happen? Where do they fall out? Where do they go? go first, Samurai. So on and so forth. So, Afro, you got to go first. I've been talking about this on my Facebook, and I'm actually really happy for the New York Knicks. I'm happy for Derrick Rose. I'm happy for Thibodeau. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Knicks, and I think they're going to be a problem in the playoffs. And uh, what I saw a stat earlier. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second. The New York Knicks are 21-8 since Derrick Rose's arrival and have won 12 of the last 13 games. And I don't think Derrick Rose is getting any of the credit he deserves for going to New York and playing the way he's been playing. He himself has came out and said he's he feels like he's better now than he was his MVP season. Youngest and MVP I, ever. I, I think, yeah, he was also the, the worst MVP ever. And I'm not hating on Derrick Rose because I love Derrick Rose. But even though he was the youngest MVP ever, statistic-wise, statistic he was the worst MVP. And, uh, you know, look at that however you want. I'm not hating on Derrick Rose because if he never got hurt, I think he would be probably the scariest player to every play besides Tracy McGrady. That's just how I personally feel. If he was never hurt or if T-Mac was never hurt, you're talking about two of the greatest players to every play. But Derrick Rose won MVP, T-Mac never did. So we, you can take that however you want. 
But I do think Julius Randle is a problem. He is balling right now. Um, Derrick Rose is on another level right now. And Tib, the way he's coaching that team, I don't think people can compete with them. I actually, I, you know, I want to make a comment real quick. If the Celtics lose in the playoffs, I want them to fire Brad Stevens and bring back Tom Thibodeau. And I think Thibodeau would be able to do what we need in Boston to get us back to the finals and win a championship. What do you guys think about that? Real quick before before we turn that, what would be different? What makes Tom Thibodeau better than Brad Stevens? I think it's the way he plays his players. Uh, Brad doesn't like to play everybody. And when he does play everybody, he restricts them. If you notice, the, like the people on our team, you know, uh, Daniel Tice, you know, he's in Chicago right now. He's playing a lot better. Kelly Olenek, you know, he went to Miami, but um, he still had a similar play style from when he played in the Celtics. But he's in Houston right now. He's balling on another level right now. This dude's almost – he's averaging almost a triple-double playing for the Rockets. That, that's fucking amazing to me. We're talking about Kelly Olenek, bro. Kelly Olenek. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, Enos Cantor. When Enos Cantor left us last season, now he's with the Portland Trailblazers. This guy is balling. Like, if you notice the big guys that we had on our team – as soon as they leave, they they go to play for other coaches and other systems, and they just they just ele- elevate their level to where like these guys can be starters on any other team, but they're barely playing any minutes on our team. I, if Robert Williams went to the Indiana Pacers, I feel like he would be a fucking superstar. The guy has all the skill and talent in the world, but Brad doesn't play him, and when he does play him, he's limited to like 15, 20 minutes, and it's trash. And I don't know if he's just trying to run all the offensive plays through Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which I'm cool with because I love those guys. But, you know, we, we need to make some moves. Something needs to happen. I feel like Thibodeau will be able to capitalize on everybody's skills and talents to where Brad only focuses on a couple players. What do you think? Um, I'll say this. I probably – I totally agree with you on Thibodeau would – bring you more father he would bring more out of the Celtics than Brad Stevens right now Brad Stevens right now is looking like a he's looking like he's not there defensively you know what's crazy bro not it was just it was just energy it was like a year ago or two years ago we were just saying Brad Stevens is the second best coach in the league after Greg Popovich and we were the number one rated defense in the league but for whatever reason, whatever happened, uh, ever since we lost Al Horford, and it's ever since we lost Al Horford, we lost that 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 title, that name. I feel like Al actually, and I loved Al. A lot of Celtics fans didn't like Al because they thought he was useless. But clearly, they didn't. Those fans, to me, never watched the game because Al did everything. Once I feel like Al hit a lot of the mistakes the Celtics made, um, and ever since he left, they've been getting exposed. Uh, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. I'll say this. The thing with Al's because Al's mobile. Like he could move, he could move around. Like he's lateral. He can move on his feet. At the time, faster than most bigs that were in the league. And then the way that y'all played, you had what Crowder, a lot of a lot of moving, a lot of guys who could switch. But like right now. I feel like you guys probably just don't have a lot of defensive-minded guys. Like, 
Well, I mean, I wouldn't really say that. You know, like Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they all play defense. You know, you got the the rookie Naismith. He's really good. Um, you, you got a lot of good people on the team. Robert Williams, he's really good, but he just doesn't play. So, I mean, I, I think it really comes down to Brad's coaching. I don't think Brad's the guy anymore. I Whatever uh, he's doing is just not working. You, you put up a, a good example. You said Ennis Cantor. Now, look at Ennis Cantor in your system versus him on Portland. Now, imagine Robert Williams in the typical system versus Robert Williams in the system now. He'll be more defensive. He'll be more energetic. He'll have – he'll get more out of the guys. I feel like Brad – Brad, Brad and Danny Ainge already know the direction they want to go. Though, I think that's what it is. It's the organization already knows. Develop Tatum and Brown as much as we can before we blow it up, or before one of the two. You know, what I mean, one of the two can't coexist financially. So the crazy part is right now, if it if it ended, I mean, well, actually, we have the playing series. So I don't know what seed the Celtics would end up being, but right now there's six. So if this was normal, they'd be playing the Bucks in the first round. And I, I'm not really worried about the Bucks, but um, because I did pick them to go to the finals, but I don't I don't think we have the team that could compete with them for seven games. Don't have enough bench pieces. Yeah, no, our bench is trash, man. Uh, as soon as as soon as Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum sits down, they, they can't even let Jason like really get a rest because anytime we're in a close game, they need him on the floor at all times. And thank God he's been pulling through for us. But like, I, I don't know what's going on, but they need to get this man some help. I know we just got uh, I, I butcher this man's name all the time. I'm just Fournier. gonna call him by his first name, Evan. Evan Fournier. Fournier. Evan Fufu. We'll call him Fufu. Fufu just dropped 20 in the last game, and I was excited to see him actually pull up and show up. But um, before that, he's been playing like ass. So as long as we can get that man to pull up 20 off the bench. Okay, Fufu, do you think, Fufu? Yeah, he's a streaky shooter. Yeah, he is. All right, but yeah, going back to the Knicks, I know we spiderwebbed right there, but it's cool because we're at the end of the show. The New York Knicks are a problem. I think a lot of people have to be worried. Right now, if the playoffs start, they'll be playing the Atlanta Hawks. I do think the Knicks will beat the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and I, I Shout think, out my man, Nate. I do think they will be a tough team. I don't think they get past the second round, but I do think they will be a first-round win. Um, I would love to see them play the Celtics in the playoffs because I want to see good basketball. I would g- gladly buy tickets to go to those games and see that. Um, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Only time will tell. You guys got anything else? No, you want to know why I said shout out Nate? Why you say that? Because Nate McMillan, man, we fucked up. Pace is fucked up by fucking letting Nate McMillan go as a coach. (sighs) What about your other coach over in LA? Our coach right now is about to get out of here, man. Bro, nobody gives a fuck about the Pacers. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Frank's cool, but. We already know who's coaching that team. No, nah, nah, hold on. I will say something because I do think LeBron respects – I do think LeBron and Anthony Davis respects Frank Vogel because uh, everybody – nobody gives Frank credit. But when Frank had the Pacers and they played against that Miami Heat big three, 
defensively, they did hit. really good, man. He, they did really good. So I, I think Frank is a good coach. He's not. He's not Eric Spolstra. He's not a walking suit. He's not Tyron Louie. He's not a walking suit. He's an actual coach. So um, I, I will give Frank his credit there because I do think he is a good coach. But um, all right, guys, to end this, we're going to talk about the NBA MVP. You know, the top three in the conversation right now were Joel Embiid, Jokic, and my guy, Steph Curry, King Curry. Bobby, I'm going to talk with you, man. Who do you got winning the MVP this season? <sighs> got to say Jokic. All right, I'm um, you. Shut the fuck up. Nobody he cares. He is. So. All right, Curry, what do you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really a dick. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'll mute you. I'll, I'll mute you. Nah, let, nah, let Fish finish. All right, let, let me talk real quick. All right, yeah, so take, man. if Jokic wins, he'll be the first center since Shaq in 2000. He's played every game this season compared to all MVP candidates. You know, 26 points, 10 rebounds. I think it's like 10.9 rebounds a game. And he's, he's number one on his team for every stat. He's got eight and a half assists a game, you know. I, I'd go with, like, you know, the like, and he's humble, too. He, he doesn't want to win the MVP. He wants to win the whole thing. You look at dudes like Joel Embiid and shit, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm outright the fucking MVP candidate, so on and so forth. And that's what I really look at. That's what I respect is, like, this dude doesn't want to win the MVP. He wants to win the whole fucking thing, and that's what they're there for. But, I mean, if, if everybody else played the whole game, like, he's played, like, 65, 66 games so far. If, you know, like, I was looking at Joel Embiid, he's played, like, 47 games or 46 or something like that. Steph Curry, he's in the the 50s. Like, everybody else hasn't played every game of the season. And that that's, like, the biggest thing. That was, like, the tipping point that why Jokic should win the MVP. One, because he's fucking humble. He's not trying to be like, oh, I, I deserve it. Because he's like, oh, I just want to win the whole thing. And two, he's played every game. He's been there for his team. Played everything. I don't care. He's basically the Philip Rivers of the NBA. Cool. He stayed healthy. What has he done? Stayed healthy. What has he done? Lead his team and everything, like you just said. There's nobody on his team. He plays with the Denver Nuggets, bro. Name me another player on his team, real quick. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Aaron Say Gordon. It. Why? Why are you? Why are you looking? Why? I saw you. We all saw you. What You're do you mean? All- Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Aaron Gordon just got traded there. Name me another player. Murray's hurt. Yeah, Murray's hurt. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. So he's picking his team up too. Did I look for that one or uh, Porter Jr. Want to comment on that? Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was kind of hoping you'd say Porter Jr. because Porter's a dog. Yeah, but so is Jokic. Now Jokic is one of the best players and, in the league, and I I really love Joker. I think I think he's a dog. So and check I'm not this hating out. on him. I'm not hating on him at, at all. But I just I don't think he's the MVP this season. So. If he does win the MVP, he will be the second the second straight MVP from Europe, which will be the first time ever. I don't I'm from just America. A, just just oh, fuck, okay. yeah, I am too, you know. That just proves my point even more that he doesn't deserve the MVP. But if clearly these dudes with that don't listen. Guys. Clearly everybody else from America has <laughs> got to step their game up, including Steph Curry. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Chill out on that. All right, right Kerry, what you this. got for me? Uh, Jokic, Chris Paul. Yeah, those are my my real two. Wow, you got Chris Paul in there. 
You're not even gonna say Embiid. You're not even gonna say Curry. You're going Jokic, Chris Paul. To be honest, okay, Curry's not even in playoff contention. If you even if you really they're the eighth seed right now. Without the play, without the play in, they're the eighth seed. They're still playing. Yeah, they're five hundred right now. Yeah, they're a five hundred team, and they're in the playoffs regardless of playing. No, that that doesn't that does not beat what Jokic is doing. And the only person who could beat Jokic in that would be Chris Paul because his team is second, dude. Like, say what it's, it is what it is, but not to take away what Monty was doing before. I'm not going to hate that, on Chris Paul because that, he's my starting point guard on my fantasy team. But uh, statistic-wise, he's not an MVP. I do think he should be in the conversation, but he, he's not even in the top five. I don't. I'm just saying, like, if you were gonna bring up somebody like that, I would understand if you said Julius Randle, because Julius Randle has the stats, and his team's number four in the East. You know, he's doing he's doing big things. He's taking a team that that couldn't make the playoffs to the playoffs. Yeah, but the league doesn't doesn't give him enough respect. It's a it's a players. It's a I don't know, man. If you say it like that. I mean, then Julius Randle should be MVP. I support that. Julius Randle for MVP, man. I, I, I'm, I'm happy about the Julius Randle for MVP. I think that's a great conversation. You know, I think the, the name valuable doesn't get the credit. I feel like it should be um, – it should be – they should change the name from MVP to, to number one player or best player award, not most valuable player award. I, if you, I think you call it if it think, the best player award, I think without a doubt, Jokic would win. But because it has the word valuable in it, I, I can't give it to him because I, I don't think he's the most valuable player to that team. I think they should do East and West. East and West? Do it like MLB and NFL? Yeah, man. I, yeah, I like that. that. Makes sense. Offensive player of the year? Offensive and defensive. So you want more awards? I, I I think that would that would stop the conversation. You you know because remember they were doing the player awards versus the NBA awards because the players weren't happy with the NBA awards. So I, I do think you know if they added more awards, just like baseball, I think it would be a better league, and I feel like there would be a lot more you know, a lot more rewards for everybody to benefit. Um, but I'm going to give you my pick. You guys already know I'm going to say Steph Curry. Not only is the guy the leading scorer right now in the NBA, he's breaking his own records every month. He's averaging 31 and a half points. We already said it. His team's at 500. He doesn't have anybody on his team. Not only is he the number one scoring option, he's the number two, three, and four scoring option. The fifth option on that team is Andrew Wiggins. And then the sixth man, you got fucking Kelly Oubre, which is Kelly Oubre. Come on, bro. Steph Curry is just a problem. The fact that not only did he beat Joel Embiid on his own court and had MVP chance, not only did he beat Jokic in Denver and had MVP chance, he is setting the league on fire with the records. He just he just broke another record. He's the fastest person to hit 300 threes in a season. The, the man just keeps going, and it doesn't stop. And I do think if he was a fifth seed, with the Warriors, with the team he's playing for, I don't even think it would be a question that he is the MVP. 
But because he is in the playing tournament, because his team is an eighth seed, people got to say Jokic because, you know, he did do better. He did play all year. But the fact that Curry beat all these guys on their own court and heard MVP chance, that is so disrespectful. That should never happen. He is the king and everybody loves him. If he doesn't get it this year, I think it's fixed. He is the most valuable player to his team, 100%. He is the definition of valuable. No, you guys got nothing to say to that? I mean, he's not even top just, 10 for MVP. You he's just, not even he, top he, 10 for the MVP. He, he is, though. The second greatest yeah, player. Yeah, by, by, by your today. choice, but like. No, no, no. Statistically, he's number four on the list. I, I just moved him up to number yeah, three. Like, the key, the key are ratings. He's not even. He's not even. Those ratings change all the time. I don't even think he's in the top ten. I don't know what's up with what your you uh, your headset, but you not. keep going in and out, man. Says he's not in the top ten. I'm looking at two days ago. Steph Curry is in the conversation. It's everywhere. Yeah. If it's if it's not if it's not Jokic, it's. Steph Curry or Joel Embiid, 100%. Those are the MVP choices. I mean, how can you put Embiid in the conversation when he's only played 40-something games? He's, like, missed, like, 20 games. Look what his team is doing right now. He's the number one team in the East. Yeah, I get that. And when he plays, he's the best man on the court every time. The only time he wasn't the best man on the court is when he played against Steph Curry. And you're talking about the greatest shooter of all time. So, obviously, Steph's going to play better than you. There's nothing you could do. Look, just Embiid's numbers are amazing. It's kind of incredible. Yeah, but would they be that if he played every game this season? He'd probably be better, bro. Yeah. Probably be more leaning towards defensive player of the year, too. break <laughs> all right guys you got a final word of the day for me all right uh king let's start with you real quick all no right. no no hold on a second king let's start with you you got a final word shit. of the day yet? uh fasting last thing of the day last word um last thing i'll say I, i'm waiting for the nba season to be over i'm ready for the playoffs man because this shit is. This shit needs to happen. Need to well, I mean, playing tournament is gonna start soon, so we're almost there, bro. Season's champ. almost over. Need the double champ, bro. I think it's it's a good. I just need this shit to be finalized, man. You know what I mean? The top, the top crabs on the bucket. <laughs> different, bro. Uh, I hear you. Crabs on the bucket. It's different. All right, Bobby, before I move on to you, I already know what you want to talk about, so I'm going to just segue into that. Do your shit. Right now, we have some very disrespectful shit going on in the world. You know, I grew up boxing. I love boxing. I grew up watching boxing. I don't know what's going on right now in the world, but the fact that we saw today Jake Paul take Floyd Mayweather's hat off his head and say, I got your hat. 
to me is asking for a death sentence. Now, I'm not a fan of this bullshit, you know, celebrity boxing setup and Floyd Mayweather coming out of retirement to fight. Nobody's like this clown, Jake Paul. I would love to just punch the dude right in the fucking nose. Jake Paul, if you're hearing this, you're a fucking clown. I challenge you, buddy. I'll take no money to just punch you in the fucking face, you fucking jackass. (laughs) But Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul met up today, got into a little altercation. No, one of um one of Jake one of Mayweather's bodyguards apparently punched Jake Paul in the eye today. But I'm gonna let Bobby get into it. You know he's gonna be our fighting commentator for all the fights moving forward. So Bobby, what are your thoughts on this? What do you think's gonna happen? Let me hear it. All right. First, first off. I'm going to say this. Floyd Mayweather needs a fucking haircut or a lineup or something. His hair was fucking... Yo, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Before we continue, there's a reason why Kurt's wearing a beanie in the video. I don't know why you're wearing a hat. But when a man wears a hat, right, that means his hairline is not on point. He he has not been cleaned up. He is not crisp. He did not go to the shop yet. For a man like Floyd Mayweather to wear a hat out in public when he usually doesn't wear a hat, that means he, he does. was not prepared to be on camera. He does wear the team money team hat. The team no, no, he team. does. But for the most part, Flat he's not wearing that. He's showing off the freshie. He's showing off the freshie. So man has more right. money than all of us. Well, well you could say that. So go, you could so say go that, but he also, he also he also he he also did an interview afterwards without a hat. So I mean, you can't you can't say he's covered. I mean, up. at that point, it's, it's it was all over, you know. Well, I he got, got your he hat. Got hat, His hat was gone. He got put on point. You know, it it doesn't matter. He was on blast. All right, so let me break this down real quick. We're just we're just gonna talk about the Paul brothers real quick. So unfortunately, the Paul brothers have taken the world by storm, which fucking drives me nuts because they're both pussies. They're both soft. It's like watching a ten Kyle ten car pile up. You don't want to watch, but you can't look away. They definitely have changed the sport of boxing, whether you like it or not. Pretty much talk as much shit as you possibly can and get a huge payday. McGregor did that, but McGregor could actually, you know, back it up. Jake has called out Des Bryant, Juju Smith-Schuster, Rob Gronkowski, Ben Askren, Daniel Cormier, McGregor, LeBron James, Nate Diaz, Usman, Cody Garbrandt, Dylan Danis, Marvin Vittori, the list goes on. I had no idea that he called out Usman. He calls out Mayweather's dumb. To call out Mayweather's dumb, but to call out Usman is just fucking stupid. It it just drives me nuts. You know, like, it was funny up until today. Um, It's it's fucking crazy. Floyd Mayweather's the best boxer. Within the last hundred years, best boxer, fifty and zero. He's been relevant since nineteen ninety six when he won the bronze medal in the ninety six Olympics. It's just fucking crazy. Like, I get you want to talk shit, and make a name for yourself, and so on and so forth. But like, I'm uh, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be wild. But to me, and I'm not even a huge Floyd Mayweather fan because he pieced up my boy Conor McGregor. In ten rounds, and yeah, me and you I want hundred bucks off ago. that. Thank you again for that hundred bucks, brother. <sighs> but what Mike Tyson said this, and like they they were talking, like there was a there was a whole room, and uh, one dude's like, oh, the whole Conor McGregor thing was a spectacle, so on and so forth. And Mike Tyson's like, well, you got to look at it like this way: Conor McGregor went ten rounds with 
the best boxer in boxing in the last hundred years. But like a dude like that, someone that's basically the Tom Brady of boxing, and you come up and you disrespect him like that, you come up, you're not even fighting him. It's your brother's press conference. And you come up and you go on TikTok before and you're like, I'm gonna steal this dude's hat. You're lucky you can get fucking the three piece and a fucking soda right there. It, it's a, <laughs> it, 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 it's absurd. It, it drives me nuts. Like I thought it was funny, you know, like this dude went to UFC 261. And he was in Daniel Cormier's face, like keep my name out your mouth and all the shit and so on and so forth. And it, it's just, I, I just don't get it. And I, I hope, I mean, Logan Paul is going to have, I, I don't know if they're going to fucking, they fight, um, I think it's like June sixth or something like that, but he's gonna, probably gonna have a huge weight. It's coming up because because uh, I, I I can't see Logan Paul getting down to any weight that's relevant to Floyd Mayweather, but I just don't see him going at that speed. Another thing, which is completely off topic, but I mean not really. Chad Ochocinco Johnson on, on the undercard on the undercard, yeah. which is fucking fucking huge. Who's but he fighting? Crazy, by like, the way. It hasn't been announced yet. Um, and I know there was an NBA basketball player. I forget it. I think it was Nick Young. Nick Young said, I'll take that. Yo, Swaggy P is boxing. <laughs> Swaggy, Swaggy P, P. Oh, Call, called out Chad Johnson. Swaggy <laughs> P the, called out Chad Johnson. But the biggest thing, like, so back to the whole Jake Paul thing. Is, Yo. <laughs> he's 3-0 and as a pro boxer. 3-0. and He fought a YouTuber. He fucking disrespected Nate Robinson in front of fucking everybody. That was bad. Looks like he's never, you know, fought anybody in his life. And then he fought Ben Askren, who is, you know, an Olympic wrestler. He was a college wrestler. He he wrestled at... uh, Yeah, but wrestling and standing up and boxing are two different things. That's what I mean. He was a UFC fighter. He wasn't a stand-up guy. He was was always a wrestler. Even when he fought in uh, Pride, and I think it was Bellator, um, he he has no stand-up. So this dude's picking his opponents. I know he's got a match with Tyson Fury's like half brother. So we'll see. Tyson. Not Fury, only that, Fury's like we all, we like all know from from what we saw, right? Askren, like as soon as that knockout happened, his family had nothing but smiles on their faces because they just got the biggest payday they've ever seen. And uh, I, I'm not a hater. I respect hustlers. You know, like I said, we are angry fans, but you know. We might create an OnlyFans just for you to subscribe to our podcast, you know, for all those women out there getting the money on OnlyFans. You know, I respect the hustle. So for Ben Askren to take it on the chin, get knocked out and walk away with that payday, respect to him. I think he's a clown, but respect to him. Dude deserves an Oscar. That was a complete <laughs> fucking fall. But No, the fight before that fight or whatever on the thriller fake league, WWE league. Like, by the way, it was it was terrible. Pete Davidson walking around talking shit. It it was bad. It was bad. I don't know who I don't know whose entertainment thing that is, but that that was terrible. Who who runs fight that Canelo, shit? Canelo fight Triple G Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's he's slacking. He needs to fix that shit. And Triple G came out and said that he'll get in a sparring session with this guy. He said he'll do 10 minutes for a sparring session. I, I don't think he would survive that. I think he would be given a concussion. I would pay money for to watch that sparring session. Mayweather got lucky and fought Canelo when he did because Canelo was still young and up and coming. But now if they fought, Can- Canelo would I kill that man. Canelo, Canelo would kill me. 
21, 22 when they fought last time? I, I don't I don't remember the exact age, but I remember hey, watching I, that. I, I remember I was over in I was over in Okinawa, Japan at the time, and uh, the, the couple dudes I served with, they were betting against Floyd Mayweather. They're like, oh, this this dude's going to fucking win, so on and so forth, and then he got smashed. No, but, Canelo, so the thing is, uh, once again, Canelo I love was boxing. super young. Canelo was super young. Uh, he wasn't as disciplined as he is now. Um, and Floyd Mayweather, is, as a, he's a strategic defensive fighter. And all he had to do was make Canelo miss with those power punches and just hit him with combos. And that's exactly how Floyd won. It was a slow and steady fight all the way to the end. It's not like he knocked out Conor McGregor. You know, you know, Mayweather was that's on the run for that fight. He could have he could have lost that fight. But if they fought again now, Mayweather wouldn't last. Uh, well, that, that's Canelo's only loss. He's 55, one and two. And to take a loss against who's somebody who's known as the greatest fighter of all time, I mean, that's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn yeah. good. All right, so now so, we're, I'm going to take your guys' predictions on this fight. I'm going to start with mine. I think this fight with Mayweather is going to be two rounds. And the reason why I say it's going to be two rounds, I do think Mayweather is going to win by a TKO. The reason why I say it's going to be two rounds, especially because of the bullshit we just witnessed today. I think Mayweather is going to do what he did to Conor McGregor, and I think he's going to toy with him. I think he's going to fuck with him. I think he's going to play play around, give a punch here and there, and then as soon as he gets pissed off, he's just going to lay this kid the fuck out. And I think he'll do that in the second round to prove everybody that he's a chump. But I do think in the first round, we'll see some dancing and we'll see some shit talking. What do you guys think? King, I'll start with you. I'll say I think Floyd is probably going to I agree with what you say. I say he's gonna fuck. He's gonna fuck around with him. He's gonna show him what real boxing is. But I still don't think Floyd should be the one, man. He gotta fight someone in his weight class. Telling he once he fights someone at the professional level in the weight class, at least fight someone who's ranked. Yeah, it's good. There's a whole. It's not even. Uh, it's not even a fair fight, boxing standard wise, and that's like a worldwide thing. Like, nah. He gotta fight. He gotta fight someone like Triple G for me to be like, oh yeah, he's a someone. He's a, like I said, someone in his weight class for me to be like, oh yeah, he's he's good. Like fighting Floyd Mayweather. Okay, Floyd's like five six, dude. You're like six three. All right, cool. Now, before I go over to Bobby, I just want to ask you a question. So if for whatever reason, somehow, some way, a miracle happens and this dude beats Mayweather in this fight, do you now consider him a real boxer? Do you now consider him a real fighter? No, still not. It's a spar. It's not it's not a legally sanctioned. Fucking boxing match legally sanctioned. It wouldn't even be weight class. All that shit has to, yeah, like it would have all that has to matter. All right, Bobby, what are you thinking? So, I mean, Floyd's a huge defensive fighter. Um, probably one of the best to ever do it. I think he's gonna be the best to ever do it. The best defensive fighter for sure. I think he's gonna toy with him a couple rounds, probably dance around and move and shit, make him miss, and then I think he's gonna, you know, just attack him and start chipping away at him. 
Uh, Logan's definitely a bigger dude, which everybody knows. It, I don't know what the weight's going to be. It's definitely going to be – it's got to be 20, 30-pound difference regardless. And uh, he, the height-wise, too, I think he's just going to chop the body and stuff. So I think he's just going to cut him down like a tree. Uh, it'll definitely be a couple rounds, but I think it's going to be a TKO probably like fifth or sixth round. You said six rounds? Fifth or sixth round. I think he's going to toy with them and make a miss for the first couple rounds and just start teeing at him. I feel like just because of the disrespect we saw, I feel like he'll give him one round to do that. But I think in the second round, I really think he'll just knock him the fuck out. But uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if Floyd legit danced around with him for, for five to six rounds. I would hate to see that because I don't want to pay money to see that. But I would love to see the knockout in the second just so I can go about, go about my day at that point because I don't really care. But we will be going over that fight on a podcast. I'll prob- We'll probably be doing it live while it's happening. Uh, we, we'll, we'll talk about that n- another day. Do you guys have anything else to add before we end the show? Um, I just want to go over games this weekend, sporting events, etc., so on and so forth. What's going on? So games this weekend, extending from Friday, May 7th through the 9th, we have the fucking Wells Fargo Championship for the PGA Tour. We got a NASCAR Cup Series race down in Darlington, South Carolina. 10 NBA games Friday. Uh, one of my favorites is Crybaby LeBron versus the Trailblazers. Saturday, we got nine games. Sunday, we got eight games, especially Sunday, we got the Celtics versus the Heat. Uh, Fighting-wise, it's going to be a great game. Great game. Uh, what, do, what do you call it? Um, Saturday, Bellator 250. Actually, Friday, Bellator 258. We have Anthony Rumble Johnson. He's back after four years. Uh, he's fighting a 205. Huge fight. UFC fight night Saturday. Uh, it's going to be the karate hottie, Michelle Watterson against somebody. And then you have Canel, Canelo um, versus Saunders. They're both – I mean, he's got one loss to Floyd Mayweather, which we just went over. But Canelo's going to win that fight. I already got money on Canelo. So the biggest thing is that it's at AT&T Stadium down in Dallas yep. where the Cowboys play. Uh, MLB, we got the Sox four-game series in Baltimore from Friday to Monday. And then the Bruins are playing the Rangers, who just had a huge thing. Uh, they had one of their players get pretty much fucked up Monday, and then they had all-out brawls Wednesday night, which was phenomenal. That's what uh, hockey's this- all about, man. And more people – I feel like more people need to get into hockey. I'm going to try to get more of my, my black friends to get into hockey, man. NHL, the game, is one of the funnest games I've played – but I feel like more people would enjoy hockey if they actually watched it. Well, the biggest thing is when the puck dropped, because there was so much bad blood, three people started fighting right away and just started throwing hands. That's what you got to uh, do, man. That's what you got to do, do. The dude that started this, he plays for the Capitals. Uh, his name's Tom Wilson. He's like fucking, I think he's like 6'2", six, 6'4", six, six, like 245, complete fucking tank, absolute goon and forester. Um they felt they, they were a little butthurt that he didn't get suspended and uh, only got fined, and they came out swinging. And that's there were so many penalty minutes. This past week in sports, since our last podcast, uh, Camelo um, Carmelo, sorry for the disrespect, Carmelo Anthony scored 14 points against the Hawks on Monday. 
to bring him to 27,318 points for his career. He's now passed Elvin Hayes, and he's 91 points behind Moses Malone for the next spot. Russell Hold on a second. That, that deserves a little golf clap. Give it up for Melo. Carmelo Anthony, thank you, thank you. One of my favorite players to watch growing up. He deserves that, and I'm happy he's able to move into that top 10. Pretty soon he will be top nine. We know that for sure. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. I apologize. Russell Westbrook had another crazy triple-double. This dude could score zero points for the rest of the season and will still average a triple-double. That's uh, – first of all, let's, let's, let's think about that for a second. This man cannot do anything for the rest of the season. How many games do they have left? You know how many games they have left? Fourteen to sixteen, or something like that. The fact that he doesn't like have to do anything. Games, yeah, I know. What are you talking about? Everybody's sixty. Everybody's sixty-six oh. games in. Oh, <laughs> eighty-two games in a season. Eighty-two oh, games. Seven, in the season. It's a pandemic, Bobby. We live in a pandemic right now. Seventy-two, bro. They they seventy-two. Shorten, they, they shorten oh, the season. God. Anyway, the fact That's that crazy. he can go all those games left without recording one stat and average a triple-double. This is his fourth consecutive year averaging a triple-double. I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm not. I, I think he's – I think he is a terrible decision-maker. I think he's a terrible shooter. But I will not discredit the fact that the man is an absolute baller and one of the best to ever do it. And if he ever wins an NBA championship, I think he will be arguably known as one of the greatest players of all time. But because he doesn't have that, he'll never get that credit. But go they, ahead. They, him they just came out and said he's second behind Magic Johnson. But if he gets an NBA championship, he'll be first. I agree with that statement. Um, Bruins clinched the playoffs for the fifth straight season, which is huge. Um, one of the biggest things that came up, I mean, these are the last two things, but they're both fucking huge. Nick Diaz is in talks with the UFC to fight again. He is 37 and hasn't fought since January of 2015 he looks great he looks like he's in great shape he was at UFC 261 and uh he talked to Dana right after Dana did his press conference the biggest thing and um this hasn't happened since the 60s DK Metcalf is competing in the USA yeah. track and field golden games and distance open on Sunday this Sunday Mother's Day in the 100 meter dash he ran a 4-3-3 at the scouting combine in 2019. He'll have to break a 10.05 seconds to qualify. Um, I have faith that he'll do it. There was a guy that played for the Cowboys in the 60s. I think it was 64. He won a gold medal. Um, and then he was drafted by the Cowboys in 65. But DK I think, will actually – I think that deserves a golf clap for DK Metcalf. Doing it for America. Uh, He's going to win that really. goal. He's going to do it. You see the new NFL rule? What's, that, what's the new rule? If you get hurt on the offseason, you don't get paid. I don't think DK is going to get that, hurt. That, 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 that was a good right. He's so healthy, all man. Right. He's good. That was, all right. Speaking of that, real quick, this will, this will be definitely the final topic. Um, <laughs> one of the biggest things is players are speaking out against Jawan James potentially losing $20 million after getting hurt while working out away from the team facility. So pretty much the NFL has a thing where if you work out outside the team facility, which is fucking crazy, they want these guys to train in the offseason. Pretty much he got hurt training outside the team facility, right? And 
he he could lose twenty million dollars. Hopefully, the NFL Players Association gets involved and they can settle this and fucking deal with Hold it. Hold on a second, real is, quick. Is there a video of him getting hurt? No, I haven't seen anything online. So I mean, we don't know if he actually but... got hurt in his own private gym. We don't know the specifics. We don't know if it's true or false. Right now, it's all speculation. Um, if it's a rule and he knows that, then especially if all that money is on the line, you know, I'm just going to use Josh Gordon as an example. Almost everybody smokes weed in professional leagues, but the reason why this man can't play in the NFL now is because he keeps smoking weed. So if you know not to do something, don't do it, especially when you're making millions right. of dollars. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want this dude to lose his money, but will I be upset if he doesn't get it? I don't care. It's a rule. That, you know it. Don't do it. It's that simple. $20 million. Like they, you, you got guys realistic, like, bro. so, what Patrick Bro. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes commented on this and he said, so they're going to take his contract for working out in the off season. Like, can you imagine like, so, so, so let's just, let's just say hypothetically. So I think this dude, dude plays for the Broncos, right? Did he sign in the contract? Denver. Did he get sign that. his NFL contract? I get that, but like he's, he's taking the initiative to work out. Care. He's not trying to be, he's not trying to be like Eddie Lacy that puts on, Fucking thirty pounds in the off season. Right? That's that's so that's like that's like a porn star signing a contract saying she's gonna take it up the ass, and then she gets anal bleeding and she tries to sue. Like it's not my fault you're bleeding out your ass. You signed the fucking contract. You chose to take it up the ass. Well, he's not suing. So no, no. So I'm just using an example. I'm just using an example. So let's say dude's from Georgia, right? He's working out his hometown, and he plays for the Broncos. He's working out at his high school, you know. Maybe he's running a camp. Maybe he's helping the kids out, you know, in his hometown. Gym. No, no, and he no. He gets hurt. Just, no, no. No, nah, I don't nah. care. Oh, Do you? Bro, don't it don't care. matter. Soon, that's, if you're not on the team facility, you hurt yourself, bro. That's your contract? You nah, did it to yourself, bro. Oh, no, bro. No, the NFL so, is not so you the go NBA, home. bro. The NFL right. is not the NBA. That's, that's craziness. The NBA, like, I will say this. The NBA would take care of the player. The NBA would take care of him. So the, the MLB would money, take care of him. The MLB NFL, no. Even be taken care of. You get paid two hundred million off of man, Pujols. How much Al- Albert Pujols just? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> that's that's another like, thing. Like yo, dude, these do baseball. You getting paid crazy? The NFL does not respect the owners. Do not care for the bro. I think it's because there's so many like. There's how many spots in the draft? How many rounds in the draft, bro? There's that many people. So if you get hurt, bro, you're replaceable. Next man but up. It's the it's the fact that I'm a person, bro. Like I work for you, and you saying me not doing what I have to do as an athlete, which is train on my personal, and I get injured, and you're like, oh nah, yeah, we don't need you. Like no, nah. Now nah, hold on a second. Because I agree with what you're saying, and I'm not I'm not arguing different. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I'm 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 in sales, man. I, I do contracts all day, every day. Um, when when you sign for something, it's your agent's job to to make sure you're protected, and it's your job to read over it as well. And if you didn't read it, and you and you left it to your agent, that's your own fucking fault for hiring that jackass for not doing his job properly. He should have made it known that he's gonna work out in his hometown in Georgia every summer, every off season. If, He's if, not from Georgia, but hypothetically. I, I don't care if he plays for the Broncos and he lives in Georgia, wherever, wherever he lives, I don't care. 
you said Georgia earlier, so I'm saying Georgia. And he knew he shouldn't have been there working out. He did it to himself, and he fucked himself. That's that's like me getting mad at my job for firing me when I smoked it, when I smoked weed and I failed my drug test. Oh, but you know it was my day off and I was off the clock. That doesn't change anything. I don't like. It doesn't matter what you guys have to say. The contract is the contract. That's that's the end of it. And like, and I feel bad for the guy because you know nobody wants to be out twenty mil. You want that bag, but like, I have no, I have no sympathy for somebody who did it to themselves. You want to hear the injury? All right. Let's hear the injury. Is it a groin injury? What do we got? Achilles. Torres ACL. Damn. There you go. Damn. Already, already per- He's not a rookie, so he already purchased. He's living a millionaire lifestyle. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's why it hurts, bro. You're living, you're already accustomed to a millionaire lifestyle. That comes At down least- to your angel. And your finance manager, those people should have already told you what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And I'm sure he's married. His wife should have been telling him what he should be doing, shouldn't be doing. If she's not, that's not a good woman. Get you a new woman. Okay. If you're gay, get you a new man because they ain't looking out for you, bro. <laughs> they ain't helping you, bro. You need somebody in your life to put you on. She's marrying a doctor. Right. He's marrying so- a doctor? I said she is whoever whoever's wife in this hypothetical. Oh yeah, she's yeah, gonna yeah. go marry a doctor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you about to be living at your mom's house to be a janitor for your fucking high school real soon, bro. I, I hope he saved uh, some money. All right, the last last segment of this episode, right? We've been so done this, the last segment, well, bro. I mean, all right. The, the day, what what do you ever got to say? All right. So this just happened today. You know, the Angels released future Hall of Famer, Albert Pujols. Um, so do you do you guys think he should go to – he's 41 years old, you know. He hasn't had a good season on average-wise. No, nah, he's, he's, he's batting what – I, what three, I saw that Three, he's, four years. He's batting like 219 right now. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, he's been a below-average hitter since – Dating back to 2017. Yeah, no. uh, ever since he got hurt, he hasn't been the same. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget when he signed that 10-year deal for like 240 mil yeah, 10 years ago. Year. And um, it was it was incredible, and I was so happy for him because when he was on the Cardinals, he was one of my favorite players. The guy couldn't do any wrong. But ever since he went to the Angels in, in that first year, he had a solid year, but he 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 lost a step. He was never the same guy. And uh, he is one of those guys that I thought were lucky enough to like – as soon as he got his payday, like he just stopped being the guy that they paid for. You know, it's kind of like when uh, Des Bryant got his money. Des Bryant was never the same. Demarius Thomas got his money. Demarius Thomas was never the same. People don't even remember Demarius Thomas. Like that's how sad that is. But a few years ago, he was one of the best receivers in the league. There's just a lot of people who get that money and they just don't compete anymore. Um, yeah, he's in the trifecta. I feel bad for Albert Pujols, but, you know, that's what baseball pays for. I mean, like, once again, he's 41. So when he signed that big contract, he was 31 years old. So the fact that he was able to get that bag when he did, that's amazing. And, you know, that's why I love the MLB. And I think people can, like, you can be in your 30s and make all your dreams come true and take care of generations beyond generations. But, I mean, think about what the players are getting nowadays, like Mookie Betts and Mike Trout. These guys are making double that now for less time. So, I I think it's incredible the way inflation has worked in the sport of baseball. Um, You said they released him? 
Yeah, they released him today. Um, the only – the biggest thing is – so he was in the last year of his contract, and he'll clear waivers. Um, but, like, I guess he's got a $30 million salary that a team has to take on because he was in the last year of his contract. Yeah. So there's five teams that could pick him up. But – so he's got he's got five teams that will probably pick him up, and then his sixth option is retirement. So Do you know the five, five teams? The five teams are the Chicago White Sox. That's number one. Um, it's because Tony La Russa, he's got a connection with him. Uh, he did his 11-year stint with the Cardinals. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, they just lost their first baseman. Joey Votto to a broken thumb Wednesday. Votto's a beast, several too. weeks. Yep. You're going to need a good uh, bat to replace him. Cleveland, Jake Bowers and Yu Chang, platoon has combined to hit 189 with zero, zero home runs. At first base. So that's another option. The New York Yankees, who, you know, they fucking get everybody. We already know he's going to the Yankees. Yep. Luke Voigt is working on his way back from knee surgery and New York's first baseman. He's only hit 159. Uh, and then the last one, which is kind of nostalgic, is the St. Louis Cardinals, who Paul Goldschmidt is, I guess, having trouble and then his last option is retirement. Yeah, you know, Paul Goldsmith's been on the decline for a little while, just like Albert yeah. Pujols. I think it'd be nice to get him back on the St. Louis Cardinals just so he can retire with the team yeah. that, you know, he got to start yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could always sign the one-day contract and then retire, but he's 41 years old. I mean, he's five years removed from his last good season. Doesn't generate much attention. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, I could see him uh, – Best possible option for him is like coaching somewhere and maybe, you know, coaching yeah, or coach. raising up the next generation of uh, prospects, you know, coming through the MLB, whether it's country countrywide or whatever. So you know, I think his best move would be signing with the New York Yankees, working with Aaron Judge. They already have Giancarlo Stanton down there. So if you add Albert Pujols down there to work with those guys on their bats, Stanton's a little more of a veteran, but Judge is still young. And if he has people like that around him, I think he'll only get better, which would be only scarier to think about. Um, but I think Pujols, you know, giving him that chance to win a World Series ring um, again before he retires, I think would be incredible. Yeah, he went in with the Yanks. I mean... I don't care if the Yankees ever win again. But, I mean, right now the Red Sox are playing. The Red Sox got the best chance to win. Number one in the division, number one in the conference. They're, they're doing everything right right now. Let's hope it stays that way. Yeah, I mean, our biggest question was the pitching. You know, we knew we had the bats all year round. But, um, yeah, as long as our pitching stays strong, and, you know, we got Chris Sale getting ready to come back in the next couple months with, with us getting our ace back. It, it would just be perfect. We got all the opportunity to keep winning games. All right, Kurt, you got anything else for me? No, nah, man. I think that's all. You going to get on 2K? Yeah, I'll get online. I got tomorrow off, so I'll be good. Oh, Fishman is away from the mic. Yeah, he is away from the mic, but it's okay. Uh, yo, Bobby, jump in real quick. This man, he can't hold his beer. Lord Farquaad has to go keep taking his little pisses. <laughs> I've drank like eight beers over here, so give me a break. No, no, you you're good. You're good. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we end the show? 
Um, gotta say, Jake Paul's a bitch. Both of Paul brothers. Uh, can't wait for the day. I posted it on our uh, Instagram page today. Can't wait for the day he fights a real boxer and gets knocked the fuck out. And he goes, not not backwards, doesn't land on his back, but lands on his fucking chest in his face. Can't wait for that. Uh, those are my closing remarks. I agree with that, and I'm happy about that fight. I'm looking forward to it. So, once again, we're looking forward to the Paul brothers getting their ass kicked. Um, Mayweather getting that dub. We're looking forward to Steph Curry winning his MVP. We all know Steph deserves MVP. Sorry, Jokic. Sorry, Embiid. Sorry, Giannis. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Put Julius Randle in the conversation. Put Chris Paul in the conversation. I'm going to throw that out there. But, no, we're going to end the show on that note. Uh, Once again, we are Angry Fans, you know, a podcast for any fan and every fan. We're going to be covering everything from anime, movies, music, sports, and video games. Uh, We're going to be going live on Fridays with our other topics. But Thursdays moving forward will be sports. And, once again, we will be doing everything from fantasy to real life. Um, I'm your host, Afro. These are my guys, King and Lord Fish. you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. Get at us on social media at Real Angry Fans or at Angry Fans on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Until then, you guys enjoy your night. Peace. Peace. That was good.